good morning good evening good afternoon good everything good i don't know where you are i don't know what you're doing which part of the world you are in but i know that you're listening and you're welcome to yet another episode of this podcast the name of my podcast is business with jesus my name is lynn and i'm so excited to be back here with you today is the third of may 2020 a beautiful day it has been i'm talking to you at um 11:15 p.m. coming from Kenya and uh, you're welcome i would just like you to listen to a few words from this song and then we get on with our topic and um i think it's going to be fun today and a bit of feedback from what you guys had to say from the previous episode all right Shall we start with a word of prayer? Let us dedicate ourselves to the Almighty God. It's good to do this before we start anything. And I believe this is a very important message that is coming out. So I just want to cover the listener and also myself that I will be used of God as he wishes. So let us pray. Almighty God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I do come before you this particular evening. Thanking you so very much for being with me throughout the day. It has been a wonderful day, a quarantine Sunday. But still, the day that the Lord has made, and I have rejoiced and have been glad in it. Whoa, thank you for this moment where you have um, prepared your word so that I will be edified along with those who will be listening to this. I pray for the listener, wherever she is, wherever he is. I pray that you are answering their prayers. I pray that they will continue to be steadfast in you for those who are believers and those who are not yet believers. God, I pray that you will just touch them and overwhelm them with your love. Make this prayer trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so today I do not have a lot to say. You know, we actually say that and then we end up talking for the next three hours. But I am actually serious. But before I talk on uh, so much, I'm only going to talk about, uh, for this podcast, I'm going, I'm going to cover submission for the 21st century woman, simply because I like order and I had chosen to talk about this. However, let me comment Kidogo, that is, let me comment a little bit for those of you who do not know Swahili. On uh, some of the comments I had concerning the previous episode, which was... It was a very nice episode for me to to do. I I really enjoyed 
escaping that and um I didn't know who it would go out to and I didn't know the response that would come up but eventually I'm happy that it went out. So I got a lot of questions. You know, it was we talked about especially who to listen to as you're preparing for marriage. And of course the fact that we want to we want to be careful as women that we are not screening our partner for salvation status. You see that's not our job and we handled that and we talked about that extensively during the the last episode if you didn't get it you can just go to the podcast and you will you'll get the last episode on business with Jesus so a few questions came up eg because we have been listening to certain people they tell us that we are not yet married because of reason a b c d e f g and so on what could that be all about and i'm like i don't know i think it depends on who's telling you what they're telling you but again i like to always comfort first of all myself and all other women like myself with the word of god because i do not see a part where the word of god tells people that because you're so and so sinned or your great grandma is is off or there are certain I don't know. What could I, I mean, I don't want to say the word rituals, but it just sounds like that's not a very bad word. But people tend to 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 want to say there are so many practices that they could have done that could have made you become prone to some sort of trouble. Wow. I think the fact that we are in the 21st century means that we are very updated and we are very modern we should we should act like that i mean if you are updated then please be updated even with the word of god and you will read it and you will realize i like a, there's a verse i really love hebrews chapter 9 verse 15 i wish you could just open and i just want to sound a warning as we proceed for those of you who will be listening to this podcast please have your bible ready because we are literally going to refer to the word of god as much as we can because why not refer to the word of god if we're not referring to the word of god then what are we referring to i just want to talk about this kidogo i'm not talking about generational ties not today at least um another time maybe but uh, not today so hebrews 9 verse 15 says for this reason christ is the mediator of a new covenant i wish you could just realize who's the mediator of a new covenant christ jesus christ that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance so this verse is talking about you as a believer those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he has died oof this is a part i love so much now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant i don't know can i just read that again so that maybe it can punch you more now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant meaning christ has already died christ has already been that ransom you are free from the sins committed under the first covenant and it makes me aware oh my gosh why don't we just open our eyes to the understanding that we do not stand condemned romans says that very clearly acts the book of everywhere we are not condemned the prince of the world now stands condemned 
my sisters if you're waiting to get to get married or get any other blessing really it's not just marriage you can also be waiting for you can be hoping to get a very good job you could be praying for a promotion you could be praying for your parents to get better you could be praying for your friend to get you could even be praying for your husband to get a promotion you could be fr- praying for anything but here's the point please <laughs> stop feeding into lies that are not written in the word of god which means invest your time in the word of god seriously this is not a joke you need to get acquainted with your word so what is submission for the 21st century woman i'm talking about the 21st century woman let me give you a, a, a few character traits here she's a woman who was brought up hearing about all the fasts of the women she she knows that she went to school with a man equal opportunity there yeah we went to primary school together with a you know with a boy child or boy children or whatever we went to high school with them we went to campus with them we sat on the same classes with them lecturers came and they did not teach the men first and then us we knew an equal opportunity world we've been born into an equal opportunity world and then it gets better we move forward we graduate we graduate on the same day nobody graduates the boys before the girls nobody graduates the men before the women we graduate all on the same day but when we start going to jobs especially for those of you who may be kenyan like myself we start realizing that sometimes the guys are getting more jobs than we are oh backed by all sorts of reasons that don't even make sense but then eventually we become more modern and now i'm sitting in an office and i'm cfo i'm coo and in another organization or another firm a gentleman is coo a gentleman is cfo so eventually i'm just going to give you the whole story so that you can really connect eventually this woman is climbing up the ladder and she's thinking hey i think if i got a better educational background ah, that would really play out well for me so she goes back to school if she had a diploma she backs it up with a bachelor's degree if she has a bachelor's degree she goes gets a master's degree if she has a master's degree she goes gets a phd and now he's your woman she's a very beautiful woman very well made she dresses well she's got style she is elegant and she is a beautiful 30 something year old mama and uh, <laughs> she is driving herself to the office or back home she goes gets her shopping done she pays cash money or credit card or whatever man say me i'm just I'm, i'm going to pay okay thank you she bought herself that car she knows how her rent is organized and i'm not talking about the women you may be thinking ah she must give she must be getting support from some some man no 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 i'm talking about a woman who is completely i don't like using this word self made because really nobody is self made i mean gosh snap back into reality no one is self made we are all god made okay are we are we good on that twedere all right let's continue So she's there and she's thinking now I have all these things she's even bought a land she's bought a piece of land somewhere 
she has a title deed in her house she has a what is this thing we get when we buy cars what is this what is oh my gosh a logbook she has a logbook so this is a this is a lady who who can comfortably walk into a bank and get herself a nice loan you know worth of a couple of millions so she's there <laughs> and and she she gets you know so one day she goes for an occasion maybe a friend's wedding or a seminar or a conference or a whatever and of course it's a public gathering which we are prohibited from going for now we are prohibited for going to those and she meets this young gentleman and she gets charmed first and foremost by the smile and um then the guy you know graduates from a smile to a high and then the lady is like yeah woman get control of yourself and control seems to be to be fleeing from her so they sit down and they talk about utter nonsense for 3 hours but but they are really laughing they are laughing and they enjoying themselves and they thinking wow this is amazing and so utter nonsense becomes the lady gives her number to the guy they exchange contacts and then the guy gets some credit and calls the lady at night and she she can't understand how she's not inside her bed and it's 2 a.m. and she has to go to work tomorrow she has to be in the office by 8 and since she's of a high position it's important for her to be there i mean she doesn't really have to be there because nobody is going to kill her if she doesn't get there on time since she's almost boss but she's still there and she's swinging her legs and she's twisting her hair and she's smiling like she never smiled before i think the last time she smiled like that she was four and then they think of going out on a date and then they go out on a date and they go to a decent place obviously because she can't do less and then the bill comes and there's a bit of tension and i think if you have been listening to what i've been saying i think you know how the story ends and it's not very interesting and i just want to ask right now can a woman of that caliber possibly find it in her heart to submit to a man like that is it possible can we really do that You know, I'm I'm a 21st century woman and like I told you last episode, I'm not yet married. So, hey, I understand what's going on. I understand what I'm saying. And I think if anyone knows me who's listening to me, they would know that I'm not trying to step on anyone because even if I try to, then I will completely be stepping on my very own hot wire. So, I've been thinking about this topic for a while now and a friend of mine and I have been talking about this and we have come to the realization that oh my gosh it's pretty hard for the 21st century woman to submit to just any man many 21st century women are talking about well if I'm driving this kind of a car he has at least to be driving something better than that I mean he has to manage to support my lifestyle he has to come in and and if he's paying rent he has also to pay my rent he has to do this he has to blah 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 he has a little we all know the list of expectations that we have 
are they bad no don't get me wrong i'm not trying to say that the list of expectations are bad but i will say however at the risk of being very unpopular that i think sometimes it's the list of expectations that we have that get us lagging behind because sometimes whether we want to believe it or not we may be trusting god for men who do not really exist oh my gosh i even have to whisper that because i don't want i think a part of me doesn't want to believe that or doesn't want to accept that but that doesn't mean it's not a reality <sighs> i want to show you scriptural backing on submission since i believe that we shouldn't be talking without scriptural backing and so i just want us to start with Hebrews chapter 5 from verse 7 to 8. I don't know if you have your Bible with you. If you do, open the book of Hebrews 5, 7 to 8. If you don't, you can just note it down some don't it down somewhere and then you'll come and join us later. So, I just had to do the two verses because I like the way they follow each other for you to get the context. So, here goes. During the, so this is verse 7 of Hebrews chapter 5. During the days of Jesus's life on earth, He offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Verse 8 Son though he was he learned obedience from what he suffered. I want us to pay keen attention to the end of verse 7 and he was heard because of his reverent submission. I'd like us to first of all understand submission from the spiritual context of submission from the genesis of submission because we cannot understand anything concerning life without first understanding what God is saying about that particular matter and then we later translate it to our minor issues because really these issues are minor when it comes to God as in he just freely gives he'll freely give You know what is so amazing about this is that Jesus Christ the son he is Jesus he is God the son but he prayed while he was here on earth and he learned obedience from what he suffered ladies are we getting this point am I, am I the only one who's getting it are we understanding that we are supposed to 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 obey are we understanding that we are supposed to 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 submit to God fast Cuz I think we can't talk about submission without first of all taking our submission to God. Just the same way we can't talk about being in love or loving someone without first of all understanding love from the context context of God. If you look at how God loved us. The most famous verse, I think it was the first verse I ever memorized when I was a child, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If we look at that context, if you just study like if you just make a few notes of of characterize that love. That love is patient, that love is kind. That love has bared a lot, you know. That love is forgiving. That love is it has endured a lot. That's the kind of love we are talking about. And I just want you to ask yourself, if you're in love with somebody right now, is that the kind of love that you guys have or is it an expectation to be met kind of love like this is what i expect of you i expect that you should be calling me every i expect that every time we meet you pull the chair for me in that on that restaurant i expect i expect i expect so if expectations are not met 
and I'm the first person to be guilty of this, by the way. If expectations are not met, then this man is not doing anything. He is just not performing the way he should be performing. Can I give you another verse? James chapter 4 verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You're first submitting to God. First to God so that the devil will free from you because you've resisted him through your submission to God. Let me take you to Job chapter 22 verse 21. Job says that submit to God and be at peace with him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. And I believe getting married is prosperity. You're prospering. We need to, we need to get to the point where we describe prosperity as something more than just getting some money added into your already existent bank account. We need to get to that point where we realize prosperity is even in health. If someone gets sick today and they get cured, they are prosperous. You have health prosperity, okay? And so now let me give you submission in terms of the mind. And I love this verse. And I, and I think the book of Romans, this is just my take, but I think the book of Romans should be read at least three times. Like go through the chapters and then go through them again. And then just one more time for good measure. Romans 8 verse 7 says, The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It doesn't submit to God's law. But in verse 6, part B of verse 6 says, The mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. I'm just wondering, who amongst us does not want to have life and peace? Would you be looking for a life that is devoid of peace? I highly doubt it. Why am I giving, you might be wondering, why is Lynn giving us all these verses? Me, I was expecting submission in terms of the man and the woman. Goja, we're going to get there. Just hold on. Because the reason I just want to take you systematically is because there is absolutely no way of understanding any concept in life apart from understanding it from the viewpoint of God, who is the author of life. So if the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace, therefore I'm urging you to first of all submit to the spirit of God. Submit yourselves to the law of the spirit which gives life and gives peace. And then from there we can comfortably start thinking about how we're going to get ourselves some men. Because the reason I went through all this is because when you find yourself saying, I cannot go out on a date with a man who can't treat me to this particular level, then I know this sounds like in our modern age, we've called this being classy, but that's just straight up pride. There's no class there. It's pride because we all know that tables turn. We all know that situations change. I don't know if you've led a life like mine, but I, I wasn't always where I am right now. The things I can afford right now that I couldn't have afforded back then. I think the same case could be relevant on your side as well. So I don't know what it is we have to say when it comes to these matters. So here's the thing. First of all, 
we love the man. The kind of love that God is talking about, not the kind of love that the world teaches. And I just ne- I just need to I just need to help out a sister like the way I got help that the love that the world spreads really that is not love. That is the concept yenye watu wanasemaga, the concept people talk about self-love. Self-love is just that, it's selfish. That is self-love. You're just looking at yourself. And then you're looking at your partner. You're preoccupied with your partner. You want to know if they're improving. Why are they not improving? Why is this man not calling me the way I usually tell him to call me? Why doesn't he treat me well? Sister, which kind of restaurant is it you've taken me to? Why are you not sending me money for manicure and pedicure? Why, why, why? Why are you not doing? Why are you not doing? Why are you not doing? Remember what we said last time. Stop concentrating on what he's not doing. Concentrate on what you should be doing. Concentrate instead on asking God, how can I improve better? How can I be a better person? I want to be a better person. I see myself getting a little bit snippy. Like every time someone tells me something I don't want to hear, the anger, it's like I carry anger with me. How can I get rid of anger? How can I be more patient? How can I be more loving? How can I make my presence be more bearable concentrate on that seriously even if you're listening to me right now and you're wondering why she's saying we concentrate on improving ourselves while my boyfriend is so messed up that guy needs help listen you think he needs help and you may be right in fact actually i think you're right as right as you were when you knew you needed help as right as god is when he knows he's the one who helps So you concentrate on changing what you can change. I like it when my friends tell me, the only man you can change is the one in diapers. So unless you have plans of giving birth to your own husband, please stop concentrating on changing that man. Concentrate on you being the best version of yourself. And like we mentioned last time, pray for him. Just pray for him. Dedicate him to God. You know, the book of Titus I only read chapter 2 verse 5 says to be self-controlled and pure busy at home kind to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God This is what women are asked to do to be self-controlled self-controlled I know how I used to struggle with that back then I know how I know how it's a struggle I know how it is a struggle self-control purity be pure we're talking about purity in your eyes in your mouth don't just remove the new modern world words don't let them come out of you please it's even classy i remember when i was in campus i think i figured i wanted to be cool so i would start saying some senseless words and at this particular point a certain guy from a from our campus he, i think we were friends or not i i can it's vague I, it's a very vague memory i can't really tell whether we were friends or not but he came to me and told me you know what lin for a girl of your class when you say those words it really demeans you and i was like okay point noted and i never went back there again so be pure be busy at home be kind be subject to your husband so that no one will malign the word of god i like what it says in first peter chapter 3 verse 6 i remember i was 
I was probably at a conference or church in a, we were probably maybe in service in a church and this 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 reverend talks about like Sarah who obeyed Abraham and called him her lord and we were like hey how now me i call my husband my lord but back then i was i was young i was in my early 20s i was allowed to <laughs> i was allowed to speak that way if you give me a husband right now and tell tell me to call him my lord i will Believe me, I will. Because right now, I now know the meaning of marriage better than I did back then. Which is why I'm taking my time to just to talk to you about submission. And maybe I can help you out. And you can also help me out. Because at the end of this, I just... I remembered... I just figured out in the course of the week, by the way, that I didn't give out any contacts. And so when I got... When I started getting feedback, I was like, Hey, how about those people who are listening to me? Because I saw the different parts of the world where you listened to this podcast from. And I was like, how about them? I'd also love to hear what they have to say about this. So are we being submissive or not? <laughs> I, I mean, I... I <laughs> ladies are we trying are we getting this concept is it is it really viable is it relevant in our present day and age um and as i talk about relevance i also want to ask therefore is the bible relevant in our present day and age the answer is yes so if the answer is yes let me just give you one more. Let me just hit you with one more and then and then maybe we're going to to move forward. Genesis chapter 3 verse 16 says, to the woman he said, and if you remember, if you go back to the Genesis account, this is when now God is saying, this is how you will live as a man. This is how you will live as a woman. And he even cast the ground. And to the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing. This is verse 16 of Genesis chapter 3. I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor you will give birth to children. Your desire, listen carefully, your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. So if you find that you are engaged to a man, and you only have desire for him and you've been praying about it and you've got an approval from God Almighty that this is going to be your husband and you find that you only have desire for, for him, you're doing the right thing. You're, you're right on track, woman. And so that is why if you see him talking to someone else, it's going to, it's going to pain you a little bit. But every time you find yourself getting pained, you need to quickly remember that you're acting out of jealousy and stop it and rebuke it, okay? Every time you find yourself, you know, wanting to take control of things, you want to control how, If for, for those who are engaged, you want to control how your marriage is going to run or how your, let's say, your wedding, how it's going to be. You want to control the color scheme. You want to control everything. You need to come against that because now you are acting unnaturally okay as a woman you're not engaged you haven't found someone and you find yourself wanting to go out there and seek the men and i'm happy that i'm talking to believers and even for those of you who are not yet believers i think this is good because you need to hear it it's the truth and we always say the truth will defend itself you need to stop you need to stop right there and you need to get back to track and that's why i started by giving you the verses on submitting to god 
Submit to the law of the spirit. Submit to this new covenant. Submit to Jesus Christ because he will teach you how to be submissive. Go to him and even be honest. Jesus, I don't even know how to submit. Teach me. He will teach you. For every good gift that we ask for from him, he gives and he gives freely. I don't know if we are still moving together or not. You're married and you're always finding yourself wishing to be in control. You want to control what's going to be eaten in that house, how people will dress. There are women who just don't give their men peace because you're going to church on Sunday morning and you have to make him change his shirt like five times because it doesn't suit your fancy. That's his shirt, not your shirt. Okay? Uh, are we together? I hope we're together because I was, I was sparing these hard truths for this moment. Yeah, just before I wind up on this podcast, you have to know your place as a woman and it is the position of submissiveness. Now, let me get practical. If you're not yet married, please try and, because God is not going to find you a husband, try and only say yes to the man whom you know you can submit to. And don't do this out of pride. Don't go around telling your girlfriends, you know, I knew I just couldn't be with that broke guy because I just can't submit to someone who's broke. That's pride. All right? Love bears it all. It's patient. It's forbearing. So we need to learn, are we being patient or not? I want to give you homework. Go read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 to 25. And Colossians chapter 3, verse 18, especially. Where Colossians 3, 18 is just straight up. When you start reading Colossians chapter 3, verse 18, the first thing you will see is wives, submit yourselves therefore to your husbands. Ladies, I just want to say it. In plain black and white, there is never going to be another formula for submission. You have to submit to the man you call your husband. I mentioned this last time and I talked about submission. Don't spare submission for marriage. Start submitting while you're still together. Why, why did I say that? I just want to talk about it. Why did I say that? Because we cannot possibly submit in marriage <laughs> and while we were in courtship or while we were in on dating we did not submit it's not possible it just doesn't work that way it just doesn't work that way and so in a nutshell where am i starting us from can you take time to submit yourself to god first is it possible for you to take some time to pray and fast and submit yourself to God? Is it possible for you to take some time and just want to hear what God has to say to you? Is that possible? Is it possible for you to go to Jesus' school and be taught by God how you expected to conduct yourself as a believer, as a woman? Is it possible? Because I believe that once you go through a period of training, by the Lord Jesus Christ himself, then there is no man alive who will ever look at you and say you are not submissive. But we cannot try and defend ourselves and say it's the 21st century. 
this is how we do things. Things have changed. Things have changed, but the Bible still remains. The Bible we are using now is a Bible they're going to use 20 centuries from now. So let's not overcomplicate our lives by saying these are the new times. They may be the new times, but I just want to ask you, are the new times worth you losing your peace and worth you losing life? Is it worth it, really? How long are you going to choose from one man to the next to the next? This one is not good enough. This one is not tall enough. This one is not light-skinned enough. This one is not dark-skinned enough. This one is not moneyed enough. This one doesn't have good stories. This one is not as adventurous. Oh, come on. So this is the punchline of my submission talk. Submit first to God. Submit first to God. And then you can write me. And then you can share with me on all the beautiful things that submission to God got you to doing. But first start by submitting to God. And you will see how he will transform your life. My prayer for you is that for those of you who are looking for partners, I pray that you will get into very beautiful relationships that will lead to marriage. That the relationships that you get into will not waste your time. This is my prayer for you. That eventually when God okays the marriage for you, that it's going to be a God-filled marriage that is going to glorify his name. For those of you who are in marriage, I pray that you will submit to your husbands even more. And I pray that the fruit of your marriage will be seen. And I pray that there will be joy and that there will be gladness and that there will be growth in the name of Jesus Christ. That's my prayer for you. And I hope you also get to pray for me. And so now finally, I just want to end by telling you how you can reach me. So Lynn is a bit of a very private person. So I I actually do not have social media networks at all, apart from WhatsApp. So, but I have email where you can reach me. And the email address is businesswithjesus7 at gmail.com that's all small letters businesswithjesus7 the number 7 at gmail.com I'd really 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 love to hear from you honestly I would I can't wait to know where you're reaching out from and what's going on in your life and how we can support each other in prayer and also you can teach me a few things as well hey I don't have monopoly of information so let's teach one another and let's look at this next time. I just want to give you a bit of a... I just want to prepare you for next week's message. I want to prepare you for next week's message because it's a very touchy, and very sensitive subject, but I'm still going to talk about it. And here's the subject. How do we pray and fast to get married? How do you pray and fast? Well, you're calling out to God to give you a blissful marriage. Okay, so we're going to talk about that next time. I wish you all the best and the blessings of Almighty God. Let us stay together in spirit. Let us pray for each other. Let us strengthen each other. And please continue conducting your business with Jesus, with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So till next week, goodbye from me.